It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to the A to D Sports Powered, as always, by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Sam Phelan, our Titans reporter for A to D Sports.com. And we are Nashville's on demand sports network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Link to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. And then hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and threads for more great Titans content. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you, like Wilson County Hyundai, the perfect time to buy a car. Make Wilson County Hyundai a part of your new process at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farmer Health Plans, get better with Farmer Health Plans at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. The Aura app, protecting your information online and get a two-week free trial with our link, aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer, with three great locations in the mid-state and online at KrebsKubota.com. Sam, a little live update here on the show. Uh, the, the new practice time for the Titans today. Did you see that? Uh, I don't know how that impacts the change of your day, but uh, open locker room now at 1215 to 1245 and uh, Vrabel available at um, uh, 12-210. So I don't know if that changes things for you or not, but a little uh, live uh, update on the show. At 210? 210 Vrabel is available after practice at 210. It's oddly late for a Friday afternoon. Well, I don't know what, what that means. Maybe it's because it's Thursday in Titans world because they play on Monday night. So we will have another show Monday morning uh, before this Titans Dolphins game. So Sam and I coming up with ideas and, and conversations to have because it's not typically a Friday going into a game weekend for the Titans. But we thought about why you should still be watching this team uh, with five games remaining on the schedule, even though they're four and eight, they're basically not quite mathematically eliminated, but pretty damn close to mathematically eliminated from the playoff contention. And they've got five games coming up against the Dolphins team uh, to start on Monday night, where the last time you played on Monday night, you got slaughtered in Buffalo. And a lot of people expecting the Dolphins to slaughter the Titans. They typically do the same type of thing with teams under 500 and the Titans schedule is very interesting. Yeah. The Dolphins on Monday night football, two games against the Houston Texans, including one, the following week at home where you have the second game wearing the throwback Oilers jerseys against the city that used to wear the Oilers jerseys. Then the Seattle Seahawks will be fighting for a playoff spot. Those Houston Texans again, and then the home finale against Jacksonville in the last week of the regular season to kick off the 2024 year uh, with a game where the Titans are most likely not playing for anything but draft order and the Jags could be playing for a lot for playoff positioning. So Sam, there's five games left. The Titans are going to be underdogs in all of them. uh, And there's not a ton to watch for, but uh, the obvious to state this, Will Levis is an obvious reason to watch the Titans in these last five games because you get more and more tape, more and more development of watching this rookie quarterback learn and go through it in live time. 
Yeah, it's almost like winning games in the future if Will Levis is playing yes. well in the present. There is this weird, wait, wait, like, wait. yeah, it, it's like this weird level of, like, the Titans could lose a game 31-28 to because their defense stinks, right? But if Will Levis comes out and throws three well, touchdowns. Their special team stinks. True, that's right. I mean, the Colts yeah. game's a great example. And I mean, it wasn't I don't know, but you're court. You said 31 28, they lost. Yeah. <laughs> because the special team sucks. Uh, I mean, and it wasn't a great Will Levis game, but like the Titans losing a football game, normally deflating feeling. Like you're just going to be miserable, right? I- I'm sure a ton of Titans fans now are probably rooting for losses more than they're rooting for wins, and who can blame them? But if number eight is playing well in a football game while that's happening, it's almost like seeing, hey, next season's looking even better now. It looks like we can win some more games next season. The better the quarterback is, uh, the better the team is. So that is the obvious reason to watch. A rookie quarterback yeah. is always reason to watch your team. Uh, so that's why he's kind of removed entirely from this yeah. conversation today. Right. But Curtis does bring this up on YouTube. What happens if Levis starts to regress? Well, like that's like as pessimistic as you could possibly look at it. But, you know, Curtis, I'll flip it right back on you and say, well, good. Let it happen now. Let Will Levis go through some of it when it doesn't matter. You'd rather have, because here's the good thing. Will Levis is going to get figured out to an extent because the more games he plays as a rookie, the more times that uh, defensive coaches get to see his tendencies and get to figure out how to slow him down. That means if it happens in the next five games, then Will Levis has nine months to go fix it before another game that matters is being played. So that's what I would say to Curtis's uh, question, well, which yeah, is no, I mean, either, what happens if he regresses. Yeah, either way though, right? Like whether, basically what you're watching for, right? The reason why Will Levis is the number one reason to watch is not just to watch him go off. It's to see, right? You're just kind of like, hey, let's see how he looks. Let's see if he regresses. Let's see if he's better. You're curious about the quarterback. So that is the obvious reason, and it's why we removed it from the conversation. It does make every game entertaining, which I think, you know, for you and I, Austin, is is a huge blessing, right? And and for fans, is a huge blessing as well. Football is, uh, it it can be miserable, right? When, When things are not going well, you look forward to football season all year long, and uh, if you have a team that falls out of contention fairly quickly into the NFL season, it's brutal because all you're wanting is yeah. to watch meaningful football again. But when you have a rookie quarterback, you at least have purpose each week. Well, yeah, and let's look at a couple other teams that are going through similar situations or similar records for the Titans, like the Jets, the Giants, the Saints, and the Bucks, And even Vegas. Vegas has a coaching change coming, so it's a little bit different, but... Uh, but you've got Tampa, New Orleans, and both New York teams. See, Jets, They're, Giants, Saints, and Bucks. Yeah, like those teams are bad. Like they are going to have losing records this season, and they don't have a quarterback that provides hope for the future. Like the Jets is a miserable situation. Nobody wants to play quarterback for them. Aaron Rodgers says he's coming back, but guys, I, I you know, whatever. We'll believe it when we actually see it. That you look at the other team, like the Giants, their quarterbacks hurt too. And they've got nothing to play for besides Daniel Jones coming back from a torn ACL to probably be underwhelming as well. Baker Mayfield's not moving the needle. Derek Carr was a mistake by the Saints. And so you're like the Tennessee Titans are in a way better situation right now 
than a lot of the teams that have the similar record. Like the only other one that you look at, the Chicago Bears and maybe Washington, other, the other four-win teams. The Bears are very similar because they have the exact same record at four and eight right now. And I would say regardless, like the Bear, Bears fans are watching for their quarterback right now and exactly. saying, are we drafting one or is he going to be good? Washington, like you said, kind of similar because Sam Howell has shown the flashes of being – you know, yeah, I, mean, I think he still leads the league in passing yards. Well, which... CJ Stroud, I think, does right now, but Sam Howell is right there. Like Sam Howell leading the league in, in, in the passing yards at some point this season is kind of wild. But so, you know, the Titans have things to watch for. The Jets, they don't. Uh, the, the Giants, not, not at all. Like you can love Tommy DeVito because he's Italian playing he's hilarious, the Giants all he wants. Illinois but it doesn't, it, yeah, it's not moving the needle uh, by any means. So the obvious, I have the obvious reason to continue to watch the Tennessee Titans that's not Will Levis. We'll get to that here in a second. But first, I want to tell everybody about our great friends at Krebs Kubota. They should be where you go for all of your equipment. KrebsKubota.com is their website. They have three amazing locations across the Middle Tennessee area, Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro. KrebsKubota.com, I mentioned that. They are an elite Kubota dealer, which means Krebs has the best equipment in the industry with the Kubota line. They also have the best warranties because Kubota, not just the best uh, equipment, but the best service around the warranties. And Krebs Kubota, they have the best local service you can find for any equipment provider uh, right there because they strive on that. They're a family-owned and operated business. They've been around for 18 years. Family-owned and operated businesses don't last 18 years if they're not good at customer service. They also don't expand over those 18 years from starting in Columbia to going to Franklin and Murfreesboro if they're not great at treating you guys correctly and getting what you need. So whatever project you have coming up around your home and property, Krebs Kubota is the place to go. An elite Kubota dealer in Columbia, Franklin, and Murfreesboro, KrebsKubota.com. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sports books. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in the form of a bonus bet. Whatever your first bet amount is, whatever that wager is, it goes back into your account in the form of a bonus bet for a second chance to win big when you sign up and use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. So if you're looking for a sports book to get involved with this uh, winter now, I was about to say fall, Austin, but wow, how quickly the time flies. Uh, use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. Get with the king of sports books, betmgm.com. All right. So we just went through why Will Levis is obviously uh, the biggest reason why you should continue to watch this team. But Sam, I'm going to give you another big reason why to watch this team. Let's Can I say something? I'm okay, very, I'm very fascinated by this conversation because okay. I came up with five other reasons why. Oh no. Oh my. You like overachieved Sam. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm not so going to like, I can go over them all. <laughs> and there is one that I think sticks out over the rest of them for me. But I was able to find so six total reasons why you should keep watching the Tennessee Titans. But yeah, my I, goodness, it's gonna be a fun conversation. My so you're including my reason in one of your five. Well, I'm including Will Levis as one of oh, the six. Fair. Maybe that's an article coming up to AtoZSports.com. It is an article later on. Up. All right, so I'm gonna go to Derek Henry, who was asked uh, about going into prime time but being out of contention uh, and how he's getting up for this game. Hadn't gone. The way you guys have wanted it, obviously, but you guys still get you guys still get fired up and circle a, a prime time game this late in the year, even if 
you're not in contention. Yeah, I mean, every game is fun. You know, you still get an opportunity to go out there and play and um, showcase what you work for individually and as a team. And um, that's all That's all you can do. Um, you know, football is still fun. You know, lose a win, obviously we want to win. But it's still about having fun and, and enjoying this game and enjoying this time because, you know, we're blessed with the opportunity. You know, you got to be grateful for it. Yeah. You got to be grateful for it. And Titans fans, I'm going to say this very directly. You've got to be grateful for Derrick Henry. And Derrick mm. Henry, Derrick Henry deserves for Titans fans to not check out in these last five games. Titans fans, you're disappointed. We get it. This season sucks. You were sold a false bill of goods, but Derrick Henry is about to play in his last five games in two-tone blue, and a lot of them are at home, right? A lot of them are at home. Show up. Show up for Derrick Henry. He deserves for you to be there because he's always showed up. Derrick Henry is the reason why Titans fans need to continue to watch and not check out. That last Week 18 home game, I'm slightly concerned because it's just after the holidays. It's the last game of the season. You're probably going to lose to the Jags who are playing for the one, two, three spot in the playoffs. But it could be Derrick Henry's last game at home. You don't want Derrick Henry to go out in a game where Nissan Stadium is 50% full. You don't want Derrick Henry to go out when people in the club section are like, oh, I'm cold. I'm going to go inside. I'm going to go inside and watch by the bar because I'm cold. No, Derrick Henry deserves a round of applause, a senior night type of exit from this franchise because odds are, guys, this is it. This is Let me you're getting. Yeah, let me paint a picture for you here. It's 34 to 10. The Jaguars lead the Tennessee Titans in the fourth quarter of a game that feels over and boring and has been a snooze fest for the entire time. In garbage time, Will Levis leads the Titans down the field with less than two minutes to go in the football game, and they get the ball inside the five-yard line. And Nissan Stadium gives a roaring Henry, Henry. Henry and sends out the king in style. That is what I like. I think is the storybook finish to this season for the Titans, uh, coming in like a thirty-five to seventeen loss or whatever it's going to end up being. And uh, somebody had a funny comment, Austin saying, uh, "Why Sam make that noise and make that face? Because you took mine, Austin. You took my one. Uh, it Derrick Henry being." Derrick Henry and his legacy and building it through the last five games here matters a lot. It, like look at people arguing and read my article on azsports.com from yesterday about the most compelling Derrick Henry hall of fame argument. That is mm -hmm. no longer a debate in my eyes. Um, but people are arguing Derrick Henry's hall of fame worthiness because they look at his career numbers. They look at, you know, where he stacks up to the guys currently in the Hall of Fame. Every single carry and every single game that Derrick Henry takes for the rest of the year is really going to shape his legacy. And outside of that, think about how much, it, for some of the older Titans fans uh, in the chat here, think about how much you miss Eddie George and watching Eddie George run the football. Think about how much, even 
right, some of our younger Titans fans, how much do you miss A.J. Brown? How much do you miss some of these iconic but good Titans players being in your favorite team's uniform? You don't know when you're going to see number 22, if you'll ever see number 22, in the Titans uniform ever again. So don't check out and take it for granted. Appreciate having Derrick Henry on your football team and watching him run for the Titans at Nissan Stadium. I think that is the number one reason, Austin. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I want to get to some comments that I starred here uh, because I do find it interesting uh, on this topic here because, I again, I, I think you agree with my statement that Derrick Henry deserves for Titans fans to not check out in these last five games. Uh, so Pistol Ramsey and Jake are just giving uh, the sad crying emojis. Pam uh, saying, uh, y'all are making me so sad. Pistol Ramsey uh, with some more crying. Jay says, that sounds so depressing. And then, you know, Jerry says, so both of you think he won't be back. I think he will. I'm think on he record. Will? I, yeah, I'm on record of saying this and breaking this down. I lean Still. towards Derrick Henry being back. Still. Now. Uh, it's gotten a little bit more sketch, but I, I would still, I would have to think about it a little more. I, I still lean towards him being back, but I would say regardless, you can't assume he's back. Like you cannot, I, I think Titans fans will regret going into the, like, I, I don't know. It's similar to baseball, right? Like baseball has this weird and I, I think awesome tradition of like a guy is about to be a free agent. He's played 10 years for this team. He's a franchise legend. He's about to be a free agent or he might retire. Nobody knows what's due for him in the future. But in his final game, he gets a standing ovation regardless because they say, hey, man, if this is it, thank you. And so I, I think Titans fans would regret not showing up and showing out for Derrick Henry, assuming, hey, he could be back, and then realizing the Derrick Henry era was over and you never really got to say goodbye. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we should treat this like the last dance. Um, and I found this interesting, Austin. I guess it we'll maybe read into this a little bit. Derrick Henry was asked during his press conference earlier this week, uh, what moment and or game stands out as his favorite from his time in Tennessee as you know, all of these yeah. great memories, what stands out Derrick Henry's answer was, Hmm, I'll have to think about that. Ask me at the end of the season and I'll have an answer for you then. Yeah. That's a guy who I think is like planning to be very reflective uh, when the season comes to an end here. So that's my take is we don't know if he's going to be back or not, but I think we should operate as if no, because you know, you'd rather do that and then have an extra year than not yeah. do it at all. <laughs> right. Uh, Jared says when he signs back in the off season, you can run the headline return of the King. Oh, King back TI, all that stuff. Right. I mean, there's going to be so many, so many different uh, return of the King. If, 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 if that happens, uh, real quick side tangent before we go deeper into this and get to Sam's four other reasons why you should still be watching the Titans. Uh, Nick says, it's wild you guys are paid to cover a team you don't even like. Nick, uh, that's like, look around pro sports and pro media. That's how it works. <laughs> you know, like college media and even now, people are covering sports teams 
they never grew up rooting for. That's how it works. That's how it has always worked. I don't know what rock Nick has been under or if he woke up today and thinks that all media is super fans of their teams. Do we enjoy covering the Titans? Absolutely. I grew up a fan of the Titans. I'm no longer a fan of the Titans because when you cover a team for a decade, you get a little bit too close to the situation and you lose that sports fandom a little bit because it's business, it's work, it's just different. You try to explain this to people, but you don't understand it until you live it. And that's, you know, how I view that. Sam, if you want to respond to it, you can. Uh, I mean, I th- I think you said it right. I mean, I think that it's a, it's a popular in sports media, I feel like. I feel like, like you said, most people who cover a team are probably not uh, locals of that city or even yeah. people who grew up rooting for, I mean, I you see it all the time. People who work for one team, then go to a rival team and, and you know, you, you hop around, right. It like play by play guys, broadcasters, like all of these people, it's, it's kind of rare to find good local people who grew up rooting for the team as those that are in the media field. That's not really how the industry works. It's just so. different. You know, the only, like I, I'm still attached to a team, uh, fan love of Tennessee Vols, but it's also like blended media too. Like when the Vols win, I win. When the Vols are a disaster, I win. (laughs) You know, like it's, it's just like, that's how it works. It's not the same. Yeah. Uh, Trey says if the team wins, media wins. If the team sucks, media wins kind of. Uh, And then being mediocre isn't good for anyone, which is generally very true. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so look, I would rather the team that I'm covering win the Super Bowl than be a top five draft pick. But, you know, you know, you can't have everything you want. There is a level of, and I'll say, I say this all the time. I've said this on countless shows now. There is a level of like rooting interest because of what you said, because it is better for business. And like, you're lying if you say that there's not like a personal connection to some of the players too. I mean, like if you've been doing this like for long enough, if you're in that locker room for long enough, you become at least acquaintances and, and have a rooting interest in some of the people that you talk to of being like, man, I talk to this player every single day, you know, I I'm rooting for him and you don't want to. And so you like to see them succeed at, at some level. And so there is some level of rooting interest in that too, but it's not quite like the local, not all the time. Sometimes it is, but it's not always just like, Oh, I'm a Titans fan that like roots for the Titans. That's not, you know, and perhaps that's it's better that way. I don't know. Yes. All right. I, I don't have their own takes about that because I know For some sure. people are like, oh, you, you want a homer occasionally. And then sometimes you're like, well, sometimes I think being unbiased is pretty good. For sure. All right. So now let's ask the question of the audience. I've answered it with mine. Sam, you said I stole yours, but you have more reasons. I, so let's yeah, get the chat more, more involved here. Outside of Will Levis, what's the biggest reason to still watch the Titans last five games? I said it's Derek Henry. Want your opinion here too. Outside of Will Levis, what's the biggest reason to still watch the Titans last five games? Uh, but first, I'm going to tell you guys all about our great friends at Farm Bureau Health Plans. Farm Bureau Health Plans is where you should turn to make your health coverage better. Better in the ways of having actual better coverage for you and your family and better as in cheaper, right? More cost effective because you can save money and get better coverage with your health plan with Farm Bureau Health Plans. How do I know that? Zach did it. Jack Gentry did it. Uh, 
Tennesseans have been doing it for 75 plus years. That's crazy. They had their 75th anniversary last year. The 76 years of Farm Bureau Health Plans helping out Tennesseans. You see them all over the place when you're watching Titans games, when you go to the local high school game, you see the logos for Farm Bureau Health Plans out there as well across the entire state and get your progress started at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show is powered by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports when you sign up with BetMGM and get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, that's up to $1,500 back in the form of a bonus bet and a second chance to win big when you sign up with BetMGM and use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. Do the king of sportsbooks next time you sports bet and do it with BetMGM. Uh, we asked the question, Austin, outside of Will Levis, what is the biggest reason to still watch the Titans last five games? Uh, we have Jake Locker's burner is on Tajay Spears. I see the coaching staff from Steven Spears from Darren and Steven, uh, and see how hop finishes from Pierre. Kenneth says it is Derek Henry. Duh. Got a Nick Folk, got a Tajay Spears, another Nick Folk. Evaluation of players, a very blanket answer there by Mark D. Uh, left tackle development to see how bad it really is. Hopkins and Spears says Pam. Uh, Kyle Phillips, if they play him, I got an update on this. Uh, DeMarco, which we can either do today on the show or I can Monday? save it for Titans at 2. Titans at 2? Titans at 2 today. Titans at 2. Titans at two. Kyle Phillips update. I'll let you know what's Titans going on. Titans at 2.30 because Mike Rabel's at 2.10. Yeah, so maybe Titans at five because I, I mean <laughs> Mike Vrabel's at two ten. Then there's the locker room. The schedule locker rooms before. I don't know what's going on anymore, man. They, I, they... I, I'll tell you the email from Robbie this morning. Uh, it is the fact that open locker room at twelve fifteen to twelve forty five. Then practices at twelve forty five. Then Vrabel's at two ten. So Titans at two thirty. Titans at two thirty ish. It'll be in that two o'clock hour somewhere. Uh, let's see. We got DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, we got just because I'm a Titans fan. Uh, Tank watch. That's a good question. Jared. Good answer. Biggest reason is Spears to find out which pick we get because true fans support their team, win, lose, or draw. Um, good answers there. I honestly, I didn't have those down. Like, hey, if you're just to want to be stay loyal. Chat hit on a couple of mine, Austin. Number one uh, that I had written down here after Will Levis and Derrick Henry was Tajay Spears. Uh, somebody who I think has been underrated in general. I've seen people in the media whose names I will not name who have been beating a drum of he's a third down back. He can't actually be a three down runner in the league. He can only catch passes, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I think Tajay Spears is proving that he can be a feature back in the NFL. I think he did that last week. I think the more you see from him, the more he's going to prove that. And for all the reasons that we just talked about with Derrick Henry potentially walking out the door, uh, I think Tajay Spears building for the future is a big reason to watch. Brandon wants to know what those people are watching that are saying that uh, they're not They're falling into stereotypes uh, because he's small and fast and because that's what they believe and they're not actually using their eyes, but you know, typical. Um, uh, it irritates me clearly. Uh, another reason Derrick Henry said it football's fun. Football is fun. Uh, and for the same reason that like you, you set eight months, all eight months and you're like, can't wait for football to be back. Need football back, need football back. 
So watch it while you got it. Enjoy it while you've got it because there is going to come a day in June that you're sitting there and going, man, what I wouldn't give to watch the Titans lose to the Texans 20 to 17 right now. Like I, I, I would love to just have a football game on and watch Will Levis play quarterback. Like football's fun. So uh, yeah, make the most of it and don't let the season just kind of pass you by. Uh, the tank is a reason why. The tank is a reason why. Uh, if you want to have a rooting interest and you want to be one of the fans that's rooting for the tank, the Patriots just won. That was a yeah. big boost to the Titans tanking chances here. This conversation is going to get interesting. They're currently slated to pick eighth overall in the draft. That could go to like top five. Uh, yeah, let's, let's spend some time on that real quick because the Patriots winning last night in a game that I avoided with every opportunity that I had a chance. Uh, Patriots Steelers with Bailey Zappi versus who did, was it? Mitch, Mitch. Trubisky. Mitch. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did not. I got Mitch. I opened up my phone and was like, oh. The Patriots won. That's good for the Titans because now that the Patriots are three and ten, and Arizona's at three and ten after the those two teams beat the Steelers in back to back weeks. So the Steelers are uh, giving uh, bad teams more wins is only good for the Titans because right now the Titans most likely going to be four and nine after Monday night. What happens with the Giants, Jets, Bears, and Washington? Uh, so I, I don't, I'm just going to check out to see who those teams play uh, this upcoming week. Uh, but I, I think there's a big time chance for the Tennessee Titans to have luck go their way. And I know uh, the Bears have have yet to have a bye week. Am I right on that, Sam? No, they're four and eight. They've had their they just had their bye. They're coming off the bye. That's right. Washington hasn't had their bye week. It's bye week. So I think that's uh, coming up. Uh, pretty soon. So Lions, Bears, unfortunately, the Bears are probably going to lose that one. Uh, you look at the two New York teams, the Jets could lose the Texans. Uh, the Texans are favored by three and a half there. So that's kind of unfortunate right there. Uh, and then I'm looking uh the other games. The Giants play the Packers. So unfortunately, Giants, Jets, Bears are all likely to lose. And the Commanders are on the bye. The so Bears you're probably going to be game. I mean, there's a couple of teams that could win that game. The Bears kind of they. I mean, the Bears were up two scores on the Lions with like five minutes to go the last time they played them. They yeah. they and then they like choked it at the last second. It could be a close game. It's divisional, and I feel like divisional is always kind of a toss up. Yeah. I think there's going to be five teams at four and nine after this weekend. I would I would probably lean that way too, but I I mean the good news is the Titans are probably going to lose this week, so it's That's what like, I'm they're one yeah. of the five. I think yeah. Washington, Chicago, New York Jets, Giants, and Titans are all going to be at four and nine. And right now, the Titans are have the lowest or last pick of those teams. I don't know if it changes things in the order if Washington gets included with the group because the others are four and eight right now. But you know, the Titans need those other teams to lose if they're going to get shellacked by the Dolphins anyway. Yeah. Um, so that's a reason why, right? If you want to go and watch and root for the tank. Hey, it's a good, good thing to do. Good time to do it. Um, and then my last one here, let's throw up that schedule again, Austin. Yeah. Uh, so we can look at, uh, the, these last five games. Um, here it is. Here's the Titans remaining schedule. And do you know what I see here? Spoiler, 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 mm. spoil the dolphins from getting that number one seed. 
spoil the Seattle Seahawks from potentially making the playoffs as they fight for one of those final spots in the NFC. And most importantly, you wrap up the season with the Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars, and you have two games against the Texans who are both fighting for playoff spots. Like none of that is secure. The, The AFC South is not secure. Playoff spots are not secure. You got seven and five teams all over the place. Like, making and missing the playoffs. The Titans have a chance to spoil the season for their division rivals. Uh, and so there would be really no better end of the season than like, like the worst possible scenario is the Titans lose games. They have a horrible year. And then like the Colts, Texans and Jags all make the playoffs, right? Like that's disaster. So which right now is, is happening. Yeah, yeah. So like, can they play a little bit more spoiler and, you know, be like, you know, hey, I know we didn't have a year that the Tennessee Titans typically have, but bow, take that, Houston. You're out of here. Uh, that would be something that I think Titans fans could get up for. It's mm. a good reason. Uh, yeah, I think I, – I don't think it matters. You're telling me if you were going into the last game of that the year – Jacksonville's coming to Nissan Stadium, and let's say that game for the Jags is to get them in the playoffs. That Titans fans are going to watch to see if they can spoil the Jags season. I don't know because the Jags are set up to be good, fine anyway. Like, and, and like the Texans, like spoiling the Texans' chance, like they're on cloud nine. They're they got CJ Stroud, and they're excited about that. Like I, I don't think it. I think the Texans and the Colts are going to have successful seasons regardless. Yeah, but bouncing them from the playoffs is significant. I don't think it matters. Would you I rather? Horrible would you thing. rather bounce? Here's my point. I don't think. I don't think. The, I don't think the difference is big enough to matter. Does that make sense? That I, I, I don't think the different. If the Titans beat the Texans to bounce them out of the playoffs, and that makes the Titans draft pick go from seven to thirteen. And then it, I don't think that, I think that's too big of a drop for I don't, uh, I don't think Texans. it would affect them that much. Like, I don't yeah. think it would be a. Why not? Because I, I mean, I think the, basically the worst that they're going to have, the best pick that they're, or worst pick they're probably going to have is like 10. There's not enough teams that are in that four to five win range for it to, for them to finish. Do you know how many teams have four or five wins right now? Yeah, but teams are also going to win games more like over the next couple weeks. The Titans aren't going to go have the 13th pick unless they finish like 7 and 10. Well, yeah, but you're talking about winning a couple games here. Like you're talking about I'm talking you know, about specifically maybe winning one game, like if you want to pick off the Texans wow. in week 17 or yeah. something. I, I don't think it matters. I don't think I hey, I think anybody disagreeing with me is kind of soft. I don't think you guys no, care I, about I just don't rivalry. Think- no, I, I mean, I'm just saying so. I grew up a Bears fan and I'd rather the Bears pick 10 spots lower in the draft and keep the Packers out of the playoffs because I have some pride in rivalry. But I guess you guys disagree. No, no, no. Right. Well, plus, you're a Bears fan. We've been over the fan thing. Like, I, I'm saying, like, I don't think it matters for the trajectory of the franchises. Like, if the Texans get bounced out of the playoffs because the Titans beat them in year one of C.J. Stroud, guess what? Year two of C.J. Stroud, they're going to be excited about it. They're going to go it and they're set up. For success anyway, long term because hey, CJ Stroud. Hey, if you guys no, hey, Titans fans, hey, let's go. Hey, let's get CJ Stroud and the Texans into the playoffs, baby. Let's 
Let's no, get I'm all not, the I'm AFC not, South. No, I'm not in. saying you want them to make the playoffs. Like, well, but, but this to this point, like the Titans are in a bad spot anyway because CJ Stroud is really damn good. Like, regardless of them make the playoffs or not, he's good and hey, he's gonna be gonna good. Hurt him. It's still gonna hurt him. Ah, ah. You think a Texans I don't think fan they, wants to miss the playoffs losing to the Titans in a year that has been is, like a dream? My point is the difference that it makes in the Texans isn't big enough for me to care about it. Like, I, I don't think the difference of the Texans. I, I'm surprised by that. I'm just saying like, hey, maybe maybe we're just built different up north. I don't know. No, man. come on. Give me a freaking break on that. That's ridiculous. Well, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm telling you, you go to Chicago, you ask him, would you rather drop five spots in the draft but keep the Packers out of the playoffs? Which, by the way, is a thing this year. Because the Bears are right in that mix with the Titans too at four and eight. Green Bay six and six. Green Bay might get up into the NFC playoff picture. Bears and Packers play in a couple weeks. Bears fans are going to be going hard for the Bears to win that game. Yeah, but the Bears have the Carolina Panthers number one pick anyway, so that's that doesn't matter. Like that's irrelevant because you're not going to get hurt. You're not going to get hurt. The pick could go from your second pick go from five to ten. Yeah, but you still have the number one pick. Like again, like I'm not like. And you're using your Bears fandom to try to like weaponize against me, and it doesn't. Well, I'm not. We- I'm, I'm not trying to weaponize against you as much as I am. Like, cause, cause, right? You, you're on record saying you're not a Titans fan, right? So no, you, I've you know, you jaded. have less. I've, I've, yes, that doesn't. Not a little I'm, bit. Yeah, like, you got a little juice in this. No, but, I, no, but, I get, I get your point, I, and like, I don't disagree with your logic. I'm just saying the difference in. It's not big enough for me to care about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess. I just find it surprising. I don't know. And I'm surprised that some of, some of the chat is on my side. I'll say they'll, they're with me. And Andre says, Le- leading with pride ruins you. Brother, what do we think fandom is about here? Like, f- you're a fanatic. It's all about pride. There's the only reason to watch sports is pride. Pretty much. I mean, like, what what... You have pride for your team. It's the reason you watch. It's the reason you have rooting interest. Yeah, uh, Matt says, Austin may love the Eagles now, but he'll always have feelings for the Titans. Yeah, my feelings for the Titans are frustration and disappointment and anger. <laughs> like that's Watching them make dumb mistakes, like getting two punts back blocked back-to-back series. That's the feelings I have for the yeah. Titans. And doing dumb things to hurt the team up and down the roster and the payroll. That's my feelings against the Titans. All right. Yeah. Uh, Let's Sam, move on because I got a college football take to fire off. We got other stuff to get to here. All right. So we, we do need to talk about Traylon Burks because yep. uh, Traylon Burks had an interesting uh, situation uh, that happened in the locker room. I thought this video was uh, fascinating. Do we have the video? We might not have the video. I don't remember if we, I might have not uploaded that video. Did I not upload the video? I missed I that. Know. I didn't upload the video. It's well, right. Sam, do you want to upload the video real quick? I believe you have it on the phone, right? Yeah. Hey, I can uh, I can get that going here if you want. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, upload the Traylon Burks video real quick while I tell everybody about the Aura app. Aura is who can protect your information online. You get a two-week free trial with our sponsor, Aura, by going to our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. It's so easy. Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z for a two-week free trial. Aura goes out there and identifies data brokers who are profiting from selling your information and also uh, 
just annoying and pestering you with spam calls, robo calls, all of the above. And Aura identified 30 data brokers that were doing that with my info. I signed up with Aura and five or six days later, they got rid of those 30 data brokers out of my life. So Aura is where to go for that. You get a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com slash ATOZ. Once you get the data brokers taken care of, then you work on credit identity theft monitoring. You've got parental controls for the home Wi-Fi on the devices for the kids. Uh, you've also got password management. How many times you forget the password and you're like, damn it, I don't know where I put that. I don't know where it's listed. And now you got to log in and you get locked out. Well, Aura can help you out with that as well. All with a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com slash A-T-O-Z. Today's show powered by BetMGM. Use the bonus code A-T-O-Z sports when you sign up with BetMGM. You can get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Uh, I've been kind of writing a hot streak on BetMGM for the last couple weeks or so. I've been hitting a lot of Titans bets. And if you want to get in on the fun, whether it be the college football playoff, which we're about to talk about, or this Titans game uh, that we have talked about against the Miami Dolphins on Monday Night Football, do it with BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. Whatever that first wager amount is, that amount goes back into your account in the form of a bonus bet if your bet loses so you can win big. Uh, with BetMGM, use BetMGM.com. Austin, this video is almost complete. We had to go through like a two-step process of uh, uh, taking the MOV to the MP4 to the upload. You know how it can go sometimes. I, I know but, how it goes. Uh, a brief update on Traylon Burks for Titans fans out there. Traylon Burks uh, was speaking to the media for the first time. He was not really available at all last week, despite being on the practice field. We did not get a chance to talk to him. There was a lot of controversy over the Traylon Burks playing 10 plays on offense and being active on the game game day active roster over Kyle Phillips. Uh and basically, should the Titans have used him despite him not being full go? And he said something very, very interesting and concerning in the locker room. Uh, here is Traylon Burks. How to handle the situation for giving the time. Because uh, Rabel? Yeah. Um, I think he handled it, you know, the best way for the team and for uh, my safety. Um, you know, and uh, all I can do is just keep, you know, leaning on them and my teammates and doing whatever is right for the team and myself. It's been a while, but can you take us back to the night in Pittsburgh when you when you first got hurt and went off? And I, just, don't to, I, don't, I don't recall really much from okay. Pittsburgh. Um, other than, you know, just heard that we didn't win that game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just moving forward. So. you seen the so, replay? So Traylon Burks does not recall much from Pittsburgh other than hearing that the Titans lost. Uh, that is concerning. I mean, I don't know what's typical, right, in, in like those severe concussion situations, mm -hmm. but that felt alarming to me to hear that in the locker room, Austin, uh, that this is a guy trying to look back on an entire game. He said he didn't remember anything before it, really. Like, it, he just kind of remembers being like, oh, yeah, we lost, and that that was it. Yeah, it's and Pistol Ramsey says that's serious. Hell yeah, it's serious. And like, you know, you, you get Burning Devil coming here and say, What a bust. Oh man. Like not his fault. Like dude has a major concussion and I think missed a whole month of games. Yeah, I mean the fact that it was that significant, I'm glad the Titans did what they did and and took it as slow as possible. 
Um, and then Kenyatta West brings up, sounds like the Hayden Hurst situation. Have you seen that, Sam? I just saw like a tweet that he was back at practice after having a lot of memory loss. I didn't really know the context he was of it. But... Diagnosed with post-traumatic amnesia. <sighs> that is terrifying. And I, I hope that's not what Traylon Burks is dealing with, but post-traumatic amnesia is a scary diagnosis of of a, a, a situation to, like changing and altering your memory for, you know, a period of time is, is awful. That freaky. It's like a, and his dad had to put out a statement. You know, you think of like a parent having to put out a statement about their child that has post-traumatic amnesia oh. because of a hit taken on the football field and just makes your stomach flip over. Yeah. I mean, mean, kids, (laughs) like it just, it's crazy. That's my thing with this Traylon Burke situation is just like concern. Like uh, that is, that is a very, very severe, not just for now, but for the future, man. Like there is still so much unknown about the effect of football on the human brain. And there is so much that is uh, like inconsistent you know, right about this sport and kind of the impact it can have on people who have severe head trauma. And so that it's just a, you know, it's more than just a concussion. It's more than just getting knocked around and, or even just losing consciousness. When you start talking about like significant chunks of memory loss um, for a 23 year old wide receiver, like that, that is a big deal um, and a scary deal for sure with Taylor. All right, um, so that's trailing. We'll see uh, what he can do on the football field Monday night. Let's get to some super chats before we get to Sam's stupid college football take. Not Brandon stupid. says, uh, <laughs> "It's not stupid." It's not stupid. <laughs> In your opinion, uh, Brandon says, "Let's be objective." I compared Tim Kelly to an experienced chess player with only pawns to play with. So, in my opinion, not all his fault. Like I, the 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 analogy there is pretty funny. That the comp for Tim Kelly trying to do things with pawns is, is pretty funny. Um, Andre Bunting says Henry deserved a better line offensive coordinator and team management the last couple of years. Y'all should tell the Titans what he deserves in these press conferences. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, you guys should do better for Derrick Henry. That, that's exactly what the media should do in press conferences. That's amazing. All right. Uh, let me see. The, Oh, you got another one. Go ahead. It says, uh, again, I want to see Amy and Rand force more changes. That pathetic win over the Panthers is already costing the fourth pick. That's why the bears suck so long, Sam. Sure. I just, hey, have a little pride. That's all I'm going to say. Did you have something to say about Andre's other super chat? What, that we need to call out the Titans for what they (laughs) need to do for Derrick Henry? Um, I think the Titans are aware that they have uh, put Derrick Henry in a difficult situation. So, yeah, I talked to running back coach Justin Outen about that uh, yesterday, about – how rare it is for a guy like Derrick Henry, who's kind of in a tough situation in terms of his support to be like self-critical. And Justin Outen was like, yep, a lot of the times we look at the tape and I have to tell Derrick, dude, there is nothing you could have done in that spot right there. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think they're pretty aware of that. Uh, real quick, do want to say too, because Balthazar Fire said it's normal to have some memory loss prior to being knocked out, which is true. I think the thing with me, Austin, is he just said like, I don't remember much about Pittsburgh. Like, this is not like, hey, I don't really remember, like, the couple plays leading up to it and after the game, after the concussion. That's totally normal, right? You get knocked out. There's going to be some grogginess there. But 
he seemed to have no real memory of the game of going to Pittsburgh of being Pittsburgh. Like, yeah, it, yeah. also true from Steven memory loss and normal should not go together, which is why it's scary. Yeah, that it's terrifying. All right. So Sam, I am ready for you to give me what I think is a stupid college football take, uh, but I'll let you uh, calm down and tell us about the Bone and Joint Institute before you uh, just right. breathe some hot air I'm uh, into the, fired the show. up, baby. All right. Uh, the Bone and Joint Institute, they're the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Visit them out in Franklin and don't fumble on your recovery. They have a state-of-the-art rehab facility in Franklin to assist in your recovery with everything all under one roof. No need to drive all over Middle Tennessee to different appointments. You can go to clinic, rehab, image, surgery, testing, you name it. It's at the Bone and Joint Institute's Franklin campus, the one-stop shop for you to get the best care possible. Schedule an appointment with them at boneandjointtn.org. And with BetMGM, always win big with your first bet. With our first bet offer, sign up with BetMGM using our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. Uh, when you download the BetMGM app for the first time and go big with your first bet because you get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets on your first bet offer. So if you miss it, no sweat, you get it back. And bonus bets up to $1,500. Bucks. Uh, BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualification, or requirements. First online road money with your only rewards. You're doing double bonus bets. Bonus bets in five seven days. And for problem game sport, call Tennessee Redline 800-889-9789. On to Sam's take. Uh, you've been cooking this thing up in a crock pot for about a week. So I will, um, I will give you the floor for you know a solid stretch before i interrupt anything but sam uh you are now uh there you go college football let us know what your problem is with what the playoff committee did on sunday college football sucks uh florida state belongs in this playoff keeping them out of this playoff completely negates any sort of reliability the sport ever had quite frankly it's the problem with the sport in general. It's why I've never gotten into it. It's why people around the country have never been able to get into it. And it's why it will never, never become on the level of the National Football League or professional sports. Because it is subjective. It's complete BS. The fact that football games don't matter makes it irrelevant entirely. And if you watch football... But if you watch college football, you're wasting your time because at the end of the day, it's going to be a bunch of geezers sitting in their recliners saying, I think we should put our good buddy Saban in the tournament and putting them in the fourth spot. It's not backed by anything. The idea of best four teams is the stupidest, laziest narrative that ever was created and crafted specifically by the college football playoff committee so that they can throw the SEC in there whenever they do want or say. The idea that Alabama is one of the best four teams just because they play in the SEC, garbage. The SEC had a losing record against other Power 5 conferences this year. They had a losing record against the ACC. And I went and pulled the games, and this is not bottom feeder victories. This is the SEC victories have come against teams like Georgia Tech. Meanwhile, Utah, FSU, any other comparable Wake Forest, 
non-SEC schools have body bagged the SEC each and every opportunity they've gotten this year. This is not the best conference in college football this season. And just because they go by the, the name, the Southeastern Conference, it just means more. We don't have to put them in the tournament. They lost to Texas. Alabama needed a Hail Mary against an Auburn team that just got boat raced by New Mexico State the week before to even have one loss and play Georgia. It's not the best win because Georgia's not the best team either. Who did they play? Who did they beat? They beat Georgia Tech by one score. If you can't put a 13-0 Power 5 conference champion in the tournament because they don't have their quarterback, the whole sport should be thrown out. That would be like right now the National Football League saying, let's put the New York Jets in the playoffs. Why? Because I think with Aaron Rodgers on their team, they're probably one of the best five teams. I don't care that they lost a bunch of games with Zach Wilson. I think they might perform like one of the best five teams. I think they might win a football game. Well, guess what they did? They lost football games. And guess what the Florida State Seminoles did? Win, 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 win 13 times across the board. Like uh, this right here is why I have never been a college football fan. And it's why I never will be because it's garbage and, and it's okay. completely subjective. All right. So look, like you made a long, big point there, right? It's, it's one side of the coin that the college football world has been talking about this past week. You're not wrong in some aspects. The SEC was down this year. The SEC was not the best uh, conference in college football. But you using Wake Forest wiping their ass with Vandy and also Florida State and Utah beating. I, I have the games. I, I have the games. Whoa, 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 I'm still done. I'm, I'll let you go. But you using those two examples that you used in your in your uh, in yeah. your take there. You used those two examples of a combined seven wins between Vandy and Florida. As a part of it, so you picked the wrong games for South your argument. Carolina. What about Arkansas? Because South Carolina only lost Those to North Carolina suck. and Clemson. Arkansas Those teams suck. So, okay, but so we negate so, that's, okay, that's like, their schedule. That's an yeah. SEC schedule is playing teams like Vandy, South Carolina, Arkansas, Mississippi no, State. Like that's sure. who SEC teams are playing for sure. And, and and like name Pac 12, the whole conference, the Big Ten, the Big 12, name the ACC for God's sakes. Like, look at the ACC. So, again, my point here is not to get into that pissing match. My point here is that you cannot, and here's a problem with NFL fans that try to discuss college football and compare them and talk to them the same way. You cannot compare the NFL or any league that has 30-ish teams in it to a league that has 130 playing for one trophy. College football is flawed. I'm not disagreeing with you there, but there is a different level of passion and, and commitment that, that fans have to their college football team that you cannot replicate in the NFL outside the Green Bay Packers sure, where sure. guys down the street have ownership, right? So we know this. But again, like they are trying to take 130 teams across 10 conferences and then some independent stubborn assholes like Notre Dame and put them in a blender and come up with four teams to go play for a championship, right? And yeah. so they're doing with what they can. If Zach, Sam, if, if you think, and Zach's made this argument, if you think this is crazy, then go back to the BCS where they use computers to figure it out. And it wasn't four teams, it was two. 
is the college crazier. football playoff fall flawed? Yeah, but it's better than what it used to be. And now it's about to be 12. And so the point is the college football playoff committee got it right this year. How? How? Because Tell me how they got it right. The, I'm about to. Because Florida State did not have a chance against they, – they, they did it based on the odds of the current situation. And I'm, I'm telling you this as a alum of a team that got screwed by subjectivity last year. Because Tennessee should have gone to the Sugar Bowl last year because they had the same record as Alabama and a head-to-head win over Alabama. But Alabama went. Why? Because Tennessee without Hinton Hooker was not Tennessee with Hinton Hooker, right? It's a bad so, argument. No, no, that's, mean, no, like, that's correct. Tennessee no, that's should correct. have gone. No, Tennessee should no, have gone. No, they should not have. No, they should not have. They shouldn't. When you're ranking the best teams, you rank them based on their all the things. Alabama over Tennessee when Tennessee beat Alabama last year. But, Just the but, same way you – But, also, but, but like, this you is look my at point. Them, because if we get into this – if we get into this mode – where what we think a team is going to look like determines what their outcome that's is. That's what you have to go off of, though. No, like, you again, have 13 the, games to go off of. No, I know, but you have you have to take in all of – that's why I keep saying put it in a blender because you have to take 13 games or or 12, and you have to take what strength of schedule, win-loss, the injury factor and the current state, and you have to a part of the the equation, not all of it, a part of the equation is would Florida State be able this Florida State, not Jordan Travis Florida State, mm-hmm. would Florida State be competitive against the other five teams in question with their current quarterback situation? When you watched oh, hold on, when you watched Florida State without Jordan Travis go from 44 points a game to 22 points a game. Go from over 400 yards of offense a game to right around 200 yards of offense a game against lackluster teams. Maybe. You can't know defense. Can't do they have because a good defense. They have a great defense, and Jerry Verse is a freaking stud. But that's like you have. But the, the conversation is. You can blame Auburn for allowing a fourth and goal. You're from the that. But th- that's an assumption. That's it's all you can do, opinion. though, Sam. Because you're but t- Alabama was what 10 and a half point underdogs against Georgia. And guess what? They won the game. Like, there is an underdog, and Vegas sets a line. And sometimes you prove that your opinion of who you think is better and who you think is worse doesn't actually come out in reality. Because so somebody asked me, what is a better solution that we root results in reality that we no, make this like, cause we have 13 games to go off of. And they, there's a famous phrase. That's why you play the football games. So if a team plays the games and they win and they win and they win and they win, you can look at it and say, well, I don't know if this is the same team that was there or if they're as good. They could objectively not be as good as they were at the beginning of the year. But you have to also look at that team and say, with a third-string quarterback, they found a way to win. They found a way to keep winning because of so their real quick, But they – Andre uh, – I'm sorry, Jay. <clears throat> Jay says, all I hear is opinions, not facts. And that's – and look, that's true. But guess what? That's what college football has to do because the NFL – it's there in any pro league, right? Any league, remember the college football FBS is comprised of 10 leagues. 
that operate differently, right? So the NFL has a 32-team league with two conferences and four divisions in each conference. They have a pecking order of tiebreakers. And that immediately, factually, aggregates all of it to give us playoff standings to where the Jets example that you said is not possible because that's how that operates. But when you take 10 leagues, 10 conferences, and 130 teams where nothing is equal ever, and it rotates every season, team leagues are up, leagues are down. The SEC is down right now, but historically always plays the most competitive football. That um, doesn't matter best, at all. Historic does not I'm not talking not about matter. historically this year, but like, but Alabama deserved to get in because they beat Georgia. And, and I will give oh. one, I, I, I will, it's, you watch Why is the game. Like who died and made Georgia the best team just because their name is Georgia. Who did Joe, when, at what point this season did Georgia ever look like the best team in college football? Cause they have one good win and it was Ole Miss. And that was a close game for the and first half. They, oh, but they ran away with it though. They ran away with that. Game. What makes Ole Miss a good team? The fact that they played in the sec. Like, Ole Miss, Ole Miss is a talented football team based on a lot of different metrics. Do they Georgia, play Georgia played a one-score game Look, with Georgia I, I, Tech, I, I, and hey, I'm, hey, not, hey. I'm not doubting here's, that. Here's what I don't want to have happen. Them top dog. Here's what I don't want to have happen. I don't want to have myself trying to say that Georgia's schedule is is legit because it's not. We and look, guess what? Next year, Georgia's schedule is more legit than typical because they play Clemson in Week One. Typically, Georgia plays cupcake, cupcake, cupcake. Georgia Tech cupcake. That's their non-conference, right? And so you look at what is presented. There were six teams that had resumes worthy of the discussion. I don't think Michigan's that impressive, to be honest. They're the one seed. Ah, I don't like Michigan that Michigan much. Pounded everybody they played all year. I, I know, but but everybody they played is kind of like saying everybody Georgia played, is it not? Like Michigan no, and Georgia Georgia's schedules. Georgia didn't are like same. dominate teams though. They did. They did. That Georgia dominates teams. I, I watched them almost lose to Auburn. I watched them almost lose to Georgia Tech. I watched and, them and, like and here's the thing. Them, they did lose to Alabama. Michigan didn't lose again. We're talking about a team that hasn't okay. lost versus a team my, that has. But again, my point is you're saying you brought up earlier in the show, like you are a Bears fan. You want to see the Packers get bounced in the playoff by your Bears because that's rivalry, right? Auburn, what you have to learn about Auburn is Auburn is the most Jekyll and Hyde college football program in the entire world. And Auburn will do things that make you go, what the hell did I just watch at any given time? It could be because they lose to New Mexico State. It could be because they had the kick sick against Alabama or nearly should beat Alabama, but then give up a fourth and goal from the 31 or, or, or nearly beat Georgia especially if it's in Jordan-Hare Stadium because that place has a weird hex on Georgia and Alabama because that's what college football is. And so my point is, this year was a chaotic year in college football. One, good, because they need that. They need the drama just like every league does. But two, like you couldn't, you cannot tell me that you watched Florida State play against Florida and then play against Louisville on Saturday and say that is a team that can win two it games it to matter. lift the national it championship. Shouldn't, yes, it, it shouldn't matter because I can but also it has watch to, Sam. Steelers. I can it watch has to. I can watch no it the games have to matter. I can watch they the do. Cleveland Browns with Joe Flacco and say, But this is not your winning problem. This again, 
again, that's what I'm saying. But, but Austin, if you if you take everything on what you think based off of what you watched in the past and don't actually look at the results of the football games, you are completely, completely neglecting and invalidating everything that your season stands for. So at the beginning no. of the year, no, at the beginning of the year, we should take the AP poll. We should say, who are the top four teams, AP writers? And whoever they say, those four teams can go compete for a national title. And we won't play the football no. games. Dude, and it's on. different than come people on, who have said Liberty in here. Because no, Liberty, you're going – you're going. What do you want you're going, to do? Oh, they scheduled LSU. They pounded LSU. I know. I look. I feel bad for Florida State. I talked to a guy at Acme in our uh, half, during the second half of the Titans game. I was like, dude, I feel bad, man, but I, I feel you. And like, I, I went through this with Hinton Hooker last year. Like, I did. And it was stupid like, then. No, it and, wasn't. And it I'm anti-Tennessee, and it was stupid then. And no, Tennessee deserved that spot. Sam, here's the problem. You're looking at a prism of the NFL, and you can't do that. You can't. Like that's not how it works. Is. Sport should have result. It that does, matters. and it does, and that's why Florida State was the ACC champion, and they went undefeated. But again, nobody cares about that though. Like I agree. About and, and I and I and look, like you hold, you started this off by saying college football is flawed, and I could not agree with you more because it absolutely is. But it's beautiful. It's beautifully flawed to create all this. Yes, it is. It's I beautiful when you're Florida State, and if you're Tennessee and you're out of Sam, the college football playoff. But do you know why season. college football is beautiful? Because we did a full Titan show for 50 minutes, and we haven't lost any audience since we started talking about college football. It has nothing to do with the Tennessee Titans. I agree. Fandom is fantastic. But that's why. College but football. that's college football is beautiful. It's so flawed. But they're going to 12 teams, and it's going to be a little bit better. But. You're still going SEC to have me. SEC people told me they shouldn't go more than four teams because it the well, regular season should mean something. I I I I will say, and you don't know this because I started. I love the exclusivity of four. I love the fact that one Power Five team at least was going to get left out. I think that's that, also dumb. <laughs> I, but I, I that was my old opinion. I yeah. transformed that they need more, and because guess what happened. Parody happened, mm -hmm. which is good. Yeah. So, I mean, so it, here's this is what's the point in general. A four team playoff with five power conferences never made sense. But they had uh, to start somewhere because it's it's college football is way behind when it comes to advancement because of how it's run. Because it's run by university presidents, it's run by conferences, and it's not run by the NCAA. That all it is is a blue circle logo with white letters that doesn't mean anything. And so that's why it's so messed up. And so you're taking you're taking ten leagues and trying to win a one championship in ten leagues. It's like the damn Hunger Games. Like I, the Hunger yeah, Games have districts. But, the districts are set up differently. But is one district going to have more resources than another district? They have to work on their strengths. That's what it is. College yeah, football but, is a Hunger Games. But, Write the damn column. Like, yeah, that's if, what it is. Yeah, is it not if, beautiful? Hey, if Katniss Everdeen kills people and then they're like, well, she's from District 12, so let's not put her in. That's stupid. But that's, but that's why you have District 12 can make the playoff next year. That's They're working on Next year. Katniss isn't in the Hunger Games next year. She's in it this year. She went 13-0. and 0. No, no, no. Uh, so, okay. So, and uh, Trevor says, this is absurd comparing college football to a mythical movie. Uh, come on, Trevor, have some fun. Uh, but my, <laughs> my point is,
college football is flawed yet beautiful and it creates and drives conversation. And if you don't do that with your sport, you're losing. And so what I'm concerned about with college football is we're not going to be arguing about team 12 and team 13 and 14. They got screwed. That's the one drawback. No, we will. We will. No, we won't. Not with this passion. No, we won't. You're, tell- you're telling me Zach Reagan is going to sit here and just be like, hmm, nine and three, Tennessee's not getting in. But hey, we should have gone 10 and two. No, he's going to be arguing over how, why the nine and three balls. No, I'm not talking about the- individual teams. I'm not talking about like our guy, Zach Reagan, do all this. And for the Vols, like, yeah, each individual pocket in a vacuum will have those conversations. I'm saying nationally, nationally, nobody's going to be talking about team 13 and 14 that got snubbed. Just like we don't give a damn about the Clemson basketball team that got left out of the NCAA tournament because they maybe could have been an 11 seed. We don't give a crap. We move on. True. Immediately. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, yeah. I think that I think that's true. I just think it's kind of an absurd stance to say because of the result of this college football playoff, you're like, hey, college football is flawed. This is an example of why it's flawed. And then you're also like, but this is absolutely correct and what should have happened. I don't feel like those things no, go together. No, based off of what the structure is right now, these are the most this is the most compelling four-team playoff they could have picked. Yeah, we'll see. And what what happens if Florida State beats Georgia? How many opt outs did, did Georgia have? No, I, mean, I mean, that matters. I mean, matters. so for, but but I'm I'm asking, what if Florida State beats Georgia, and then you're sitting there like, oh, maybe we maybe the results actually did mean something. Maybe uh, this team wasn't well, as like I don't I don't think it's going to happen. And Pistol says that would be crazy. And Lucas says Florida State's sitting everybody. It, well, we don't I, know. That's also the thing about that's also the bad thing about the college football playoff is that they've made other games outside the playoff irrelevant where good players don't play you know, and like you get this, results that don't mean anything. This, like this is I'm I'm at my boiling point. College football fans are dumb. They like it this doesn't make sense how we can sit here and say can't put Florida State in because they can't hang with Georgia. And then if they beat Georgia, goes man, bowl games don't they really don't, matter. Sam, but like they this don't. This is garbage. This is garbage. This is oh my gosh. I, I don't know what like this is bowl games, bowl games don't matter in general. Bowl games matter in specific situations, and it depends on who your team is. All right, so FSU needs to prove themselves that they can hang even without their starting quarterback yes. with an elite team, and if they beat Georgia, it matters. Florida State has motivation in their bowl game. Does Georgia have motivation in their bowl game? Nope, not even close. Not it, even close to having a lot of money to win a bowl game. No, you get money for going. You don't get money for winning. You get money for showing up. You get I, money for being named to it. The, That's the, the difference. The goalpost movement is absolutely insane. No, it's not. It's, the, admit, hey, no, it's okay to admit, hey, I don't want to watch Florida State in the playoff because I think it's boring football and I think it produces a worse game. You can admit that, and that's fine. I think that's fair take. That doesn't mean that they don't deserve to be in or like that it's not stupid that they didn't get into the college football playoff, especially if they beat Georgia. The fact that we're like discrediting 13-0, and discrediting a massacre over LSU, who is the people's champ with the Heisman Trophy winner before the season, and then we're going to also discredit no, if not. they beat Georgia, when the only reason we're putting Alabama in is because, well, they beat Georgia. They beat the no, mighty Sam, Georgia, the almost you're, lost to Georgia Tech. Like You're missing the point. 
and we can wrap up on this because I have a meeting I got to get to. Motivation. But, <laughs> we haven't done good news either. It does, but that's every team's motivation in a bowl game is different, and Georgia will that's be. It's subjective. Huh? It's subjective. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what I'm telling you. Like you're like you're just gonna be banging your head against the wall until you like understand how college football works and stop looking at it like the NFL. Like Georgia is looking at their bowl game like the Titans are looking at the last month of the season. That's the same thing. It's developing for next year. That's what it is. Sure. They don't have I a chance guess. to meet I their understand. goal, so they're developing for next year. I, I wish Joe that. Milton wouldn't play in a Tennessee bowl game so I could see Nico go out there and play. That's what I want to see. I'm going to be less if, involved in Tennessee versus Iowa Citrus Bowl if Joe Milton's a starting quarterback. I don't care anymore. I'm just saying we had, like, the situation, and, I, I you know, it's a different situation. It's a group of five teams, so I know it's not it's not the same. It's, uh, frankly, this one's even worse than that one. But when UCF goes undefeated, people say they can't hang with the SEC, and then they go and pound Auburn by 40 in the, the yeah, you know, because- I, the bowl. then you start to go, Maybe we were wrong about how good UCF was. Yeah, and I don't remember what the situation of those four teams. What year was that? Uh, so 2013. 2017? We just had it in trivia, didn't we? Yeah, I don't remember. But 2017, college, uh, New Year's Six. That's what it was. God, I can't stand people sometimes, man. Well, like, Worst again, case, Sam is headed eight. He just enjoys bad football. No, it's not about the quality of the football. I don't care what style of football you play. It, what is or UFC, UCF done since? Irrelevant. Get out of here. Not an argument. I'm not like stupid opinion, stupid take. It doesn't matter. Like, what are we doing? What, like, we, we have abandoned all reason. We have abandoned all statistics and like objectivity. We have abandoned all. No. Like yes, it's, we have. If we're sitting no. here pointing to that UCF team and going, "What has UCF done recently?" That's completely irrelevant. It, it that is, I agree with that, but but my my like my overall point here, is, and I can't find the year because it's it's weird because it's 2017 regular season, 2018 bowl games, but it's hard to find on the internet and live video. So the the you have to stop trying to compare college football to how the NFL does it because you're not going to have success doing that. That's just, it's not the same. They are not the same. It's very different. You have three, four times the teams going for one championship in college football compared to the NFL. That's why like the only thing that you can lean on with that many teams in one champion is results, right? It it is the actual product on the football field. Right, and so we need to move forward so I can not be late uh, to my meeting. So, but sorry. Like, I, uh, yeah, whatever. This, I've heard you this out matters, but I've heard you out uh, on that. So we had the conversation for a long time. Ah, oh, let's exhale. Time to get to some. I'm not, I'm not Shout out Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process by seeing them in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Make sure you hit that like button on the show, please. As Sam, uh, just breathe, man. It's okay. I don't think I've breathed since you told me to breathe. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm protesting. Demetrius starts us off with good news. Florida State is out of the college football playoff. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was uh, Danny says, good news. College football playoff is going to 12 teams next year. There you go. Yep. Sam, do you have good news? Yeah, I went to the winter meetings, uh, which was cool for me. Uh, I was at Opryland Resort. I uh, got to talk to a lot of baseball people and, uh, you know, yeah, poke my poke my nose around the winter meetings, working on a very long article right now, uh, breaking down the possibility of MLB expansion to Nashville, breaking down what I've heard about the Chicago White Sox, my Chicago White Sox, potentially moving to Nashville uh, and addressing all of the rumors for what's next for baseball in the city of Nashville. I talked to players. I talked to managers. I talked to general managers. I talked to league officials. A lot of good stuff. Uh, so an article that should be coming out this weekend at some point. It's been a lot to sort through. But it was a very cool experience for me to go to the winter meetings. Uh, as a, a big, big baseball fan, I grew up always like feeling like, hey, that's a it's like a play place for for fans and stuff of, of who's who. So that was cool. All right. So uh, I'm going to skip the other uh, college football playoff good news is to not continue to poke at Sam. It's uh, fine. Eric says, good, good news. Uh, going to go check out some Christmas lights this weekend. Uh, we've got more good news coming in. Brad says, uh, good news. My daughter fell off the playground equipment and broke her arm in November. She'll be getting our cast off December 18th, just in time for her birthday and Christmas. Let's that's, go. That's great. Congrats to uh, Brad's daughter. I think some kids like having the cast on, though. I loved having a cast on when I was a kid. Never broken a bone. I thought it was so sick. I would have everybody sign my arm and I was like, I thought it was right. You have to ever. use a Sharpie to scratch it. Yeah. Underneath it. Uh, Devin says, good news. One of his clients closed on a house this week and just got to see Sam get triggered. So good news to Devin on the, on the closing there. Uh, Jay says, good news. Mother at 71 years old, found out she's a, not a candidate for knee replacement and she can fly out to visit for Christmas. Good news, I guess, for the Christmas. I don't know if that helps the knee situation um, at all. Uh, Scott says, looking forward to his annual Christmas party to spend with family and friends, Christmas party season. X-Golf Nashville for your business Christmas parties, xgolfnashville.com. Uh, American Top says, good news. Nashville getting a White Sox. Uh, Samuel King says, good news. Austin is wrong. Is this ah. Sam's burner? Sam's burner. I might have pulled King? up. I might have pulled up the stream on my phone and made it. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Uh, let's see more good news. I'm scrolling through it. Sam, I'll let you get to good news uh, here because we got a lot of uh, oh, look. Jags got juice. Good news. Trevor didn't tear anything uh, in that game. So all right, Sam, what's your good news? Oh, I mean, you already said yeah. yeah. I, my fault. That's my bad. My bad. Uh, my good news is full weekend uh, this weekend finishing a lot of our big projects around the house. It's a good because, point with the no game on Sunday, which I yep. actually forgot about until earlier today, like on the show this morning, I've been operating under my same, like I know the Titans are on Monday night football, but I've been operating on my same mental clock of like, well, Sunday's work day, Sunday's game day. Got to go to. And then I kind of sat down here. I was like, wait, I, I'm, I'm going to be able to chill on Sunday. That's uh, nice. So. Yes. And so uh, the last two Sundays I've had to spend, you know, I really enjoy what Jack and I get to do at Acme for all the home games. Those are long games like, or long days. We get down there at 10 a.m. I usually don't get home until about five on a Sunday, especially back to back weekends after moving into our new house. And so now Saturday and Sunday is all work days. I don't have to worry about missing college football. Shout out Army Navy game was always fun, uh, but also 
uh, get to uh, really finish up some projects. The the new dining room table is going to be here today, so it's pumped about that and start to feel more complete. Uh, that is that is my good news here on the show. But that'll do it for us, Sam. Uh, you got Titans at two today. Yeah, Titans at two today in the two o'clock hour. So as soon as I finish up. With Mike Vrabel uh, at the, uh, yeah, get Craig Ackerman out of here. Uh, As soon as I finish up with Mike Vrabel uh, and speaking with him and getting the lowdown on everything going on, uh, I will go get ready and get it live as quickly as I can. So just keep an eye out on Twitter uh, and such for an update about kind of when the show is going to go live and keep an eye on YouTube for your little countdown thing. But Titans it this afternoon. All right. Also, make sure you like the show on the way out. Hit that thumbs up button. We need that. It makes our show better. It makes us better. It makes it a better conversation for you all. So hit the like button on the way out. Uh, Sam, we'll see you guys later on, and we'll check you. Have a great start to your weekend. Appreciate it, as always.